Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans. <laughs> Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm on some Matt Busby way, and I'm going to be really limited with this bit stuff because you can, it's six degrees in Manchester, and it's April tomorrow, and it's really windy, so the sound is probably awful, so I'm not going to talk too much on this. I'm with Barney, who edits Red News. Barney, you, you just tweeted saying it's hot, it's the, not, it's the, freezing. The sun was out and I felt a little tropical feeling and excitement pill through my body and then I got to the sort of bridge and it's fucking freezing. Barney, really tell me what's in the new Red News. Uh, I, love the, I love your picture on the front. Of, it, it's a lot of angst post-Seville, so as you know, you're caught a particular moment in time when the deadline is and this is an angry... Which isn't a bad thing. Uh, lots of different articles. Some I agree with, some I don't. Uh, there's a bit of a defence of Carragher, which won't go down as well. Some people, some people might agree, some people might not. Um, but give it a go with UWS. We're the last two, uh, and 1878, sorry. And uh, they're worth giving a go because we're honest and we're just normal match game fans. Um, <laughs> and this, over. This, this season... Don't mention the football. Let's not mention Well, we don't need to mention the football. I'd rather talk about the weather. No, You've done Red News for 30 years, we've yeah. done Pakistan for 28 years. Well, it's talking to it's been earlier. the worst year. We've had one snow in 20 years, which was Ipswich in about 97 on a midweek game, which was grim, grim. And I think uh, kind of, it was a dour game as well. And then we've had four this season, and it's been just ridiculous. Enough to make me, I know I always say, oh, this is my last year. I can't do it. I'm 47. I cannot do another winter like this. I mean, it's just, uh, there's some of the games where I'll, I'll be honest, if I were a fan team, I'd walk past me because I'm not going to put my hands out of my pocket and say, Blizzards, and you think, what the hell are we doing? What's gone wrong? This is not this enjoyable. Is warming. Standing there, is it? We could have another. It could be the Donald Trump, Al Gore type discussion. What the fuck is going on with the world's weather? Um, no, it's not. It's not been fun at all. And then the football's not excited, so you just. But that's. I suppose it's our natural position to be moaning bastards on this corner. But please, we usually in April. I'm always, there's some of us asking, where's the sun cream for our bald heads? It's not, it's April tomorrow, where is this? I'm sick, Barney, and you're selling a, a Magair. I'm sick now, every April, being sent as a journalist to cover the biggest games in Europe, which is, some people might think is great, and it is, but I'm sick of none of them involving Manchester no, no, United anymore. Sad. Our decline of is... Going to the Burnabout, I mean, going to point. the camp now. Our decline has, has, has been stark. And, it, yeah. and it's pre, it predates the end of Fergie. We haven't played well 08, 09 consistently. But there's a way to do it. No, well, that's, well hopefully. There's a gentleman here he says, saying, wait till next season. Sir, are you confident that next season United will come yeah. good? Yeah. Really? Yeah, very much so. How long have you followed United for? 60 plus. Can we allow to ask you how old you are? Because I, I can see you're not 21. You're 73. You look well for it. will get you everywhere. <laughs> um, and you're confident that next season? Yeah, really? Yeah, definitely. You, 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 the manager's the man. You can't, you can't argue. I mean, we're second in the minute. It's the finals of court, right? We're against the Really? You know, we weren't going to win it this year, that Champions League. So, thanks. What's your name, sir? Ian, Ian Boswell. Where are you from? 
Bacon. No. Bacon. Bacon Borough. That's right. I'm not going off tangent like I've done in the past, but yeah. I saw my dad play at your ground in 1985. And it was the foggiest, coldest place I've so, ever been to. And I reported him to social services the following day. My hands are shaking. Was it colder than Midgetland or Copenhagen? Yeah. Oh, so you go away, do you? Oh, Good yeah. man. Yeah. Top man. Yeah. I think it's great that you go to European away games in your 70s. Yeah. Good for you. Midgetland was probably the only one I've missed in recent years. Yeah. No, I didn't go to Donetsk. I've done all the others. Yeah. Um, what are you called? Andy. Andy yeah. Mitten is my name. Yeah. Is that your brother in the uh, United we Stand? Is that the, the, the article? It's my uncle. Your uncle? Yeah. Yeah. It's my uncle. Yeah. I've finished reading that this morning, actually. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's my other uncle, Charlie. Yeah. What's your name? Rick, Rick Mendes. Where are you from? I'm from South Africa. Yeah? yeah I'm Portuguese born, but I've been United for about 1970, that's a long, long time. And just going on, what this gentleman said, I believe United will come good. Jose Mourinho is the man. He, he was left a crappy little team and he's trying to weed out the guys that don't want to be there or not strong enough to be there. Um, against Sevilla it went wrong but the previous games Crystal Palace Chelsea Liverpool we played well well majority going into that Sevilla game there has not been as much of a buzz around United in the post-Ferguson era because as you say take care as you say we've beaten beaten Palace beaten Liverpool beaten Chelsea and, and everyone was buzzing there were so many encouraging signs there but the severe result was a stinker even two and a half weeks later it was a horrendous result it's still I think when I saw Fellaini on the lineup, I thought why I could understand that I don't tra- mind Fellaini no, but he, 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 he dropped no. he dropped McTominay for Fellaini yeah, and I yeah. thought okay he, he, he's probably more of a goal threat but the thing is really good at is holding the ball and keeping the ball we didn't have guys fast enough in the midfield in Matic and Fellaini to press them so that after the but first we knew that already because we played the away leg you know that yeah, every Spanish yeah. team technically is going to push and press and so and, 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 and so where yeah, was the plan? That's as I said to you we before. We should have played with so many guys up front. We had three guys in midfield. Um, and it, okay, Herrera wasn't there though. That's the thing. Where do you live now? Because I'm not uh, having this turn into another <laughs> severe inquest two and a half weeks later. No, no, I'm not going to talk about severe. Where uh, do you live now? Uh, in Reading now. Right. So you come up and yeah, it's a long walk. Uh, not walk. Long How often do you get to matches? Uh, most I've got a season ticket. Brilliant. Um, can I have a shout out to my mate Barry Schmeiser and you know. I know Baz. <laughs> Good lad, Bazza. We were in the we were in the supporters club together, myself and him. But I've moved there a few years ago. Yeah. Well, Barry is. A, I might as well tell people. Barry's a Mad United fan from South Africa. He's also a very well respected doctor. And. Um, he, 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 so he, can, he actually, he's a stomach doctor. <laughs> yes, he's a gastroenterologist. Okay, and he, good friends with Carlos Queiroz. Okay, that's right. He went to visit him in Real Madrid and also. Yeah, yeah. Barry, Barry's a good guy. Hope to see. Uh, name from Barry's. He was there at the start of the club when it started in 1990. So this is the South Africa Supporters Club. That's right. He's the chairman now. I know. He's the I know. Because Gary Bailey's. Because he took over from Gary Bailey. Gary's moved to Florida. That's right. He's a bean sport now. I know Gary. Gary, in fact, was born in the same month, the same year as me. So we. <laughs> Gary's been on this podcast this season. I, I met him in um, in Houston. Gary married the former Miss Universe. Yes, from Namibia. That's right. Where, Where did it all go wrong, Gary <laughs> Bailey? I know you listened to some of these. You know, uh, Play for Man United, <laughs> marry Miss Universe, in and now living in Florida. <laughs> and we you're stood on St. Yeah. Busby Way, freezing your nuts off, selling red news. <laughs> <laughs> 
such yeah. a god were you such young as like brighton brighton was minus eight i lost feeling in my toes my brighton feet, which yeah. year yeah, two this weeks ago. one here yeah. yeah two weeks ago my feet were were, 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 were aching they were sore my jaw was so sore i Particularly grim. It's it's at which point this during this recent spell do you lose the will to live the most? And and I don't know what it could be born. But it's April. What colour are my hands? And I thank those three. And if you, if any of them are listening, you know they are so many man hugs. They're just. I, I, I think I was pity. It was pity cells. It, it, it wasn't anyone. I went to one myself at the mega store. I was there one and a half hours. I thought I better come out and and, and try to. There was a blizzard that came off. It's a fantastic day. Oh, I don't know. I don't see it. I was freezing. I was just and then I thought to myself, you know what? Brighton score. I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't take another 30 minutes in penalties. Uh, and I said, if, 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 Brighton, if United score, everybody's out of here. And it was 10 minutes to the Walking around towards the ground. Binzi, what's gone wrong with the weather in this country? Don't know what's gone wrong with the weather, Andy. What's gone, with our, what's gone wrong with the tactics, mate? What has gone wrong? I'm going back to the Seville game. Fellaini. What's going on? I don't yeah, know. The way you say Fellini, you've got venom when you say it. I know, but he's, how, the, how the hell did he play him? You know, he's not had a game for months. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was our biggest game in years, Seville. The Stoke of uh, Spain. Are they're, we? Not, they're not the Stoke of Spain, Binzi. They are, mate. They're very good. Binzi, they've won five European trophies in the last 12 years. They're, they're what, which one? The Champions League? No. no the, I know the, what the, one they've won. The, I know the Europa? They, yeah. I, I take your point that they are not the cream of Spain. Right. That they have conceded more than four goals yeah, five yeah, times this yeah, season. Yeah. That even the United players were talking before the tie saying they're very inconsistent, they're there to be got at. And then they flopped badly. Yeah. Badly. Well, we lost it. We lost that tie in Seville when we went, went for a draw. You think? I mean, that was, that was atrocious. And I spoke to people over there in the journalism world, former Sevilla players. Yeah. I went to Betis the following day. I spoke to Real Betis' manager got- and they were all saying to me, your team's shit. Basically, in a polite way, yeah. they're saying, we thought Man United was something. Well, And they were really unimpressed by the United no, team that went I'll to let Seville. Let me tell you something, right? They cu- they- I'm-, I'm more biased than Paddy Credden when it comes to United, let me tell you that. United through and through, but that night against Seville, I could not defend Jose Mourinho anymore. It's... When Busby was here, it was about building Man United up. When Ferguson was here, it was about Man United. Now it's the Jose Mourinho show. All right, I'm going to play devil's advocate with you because I know your view is not an isolated one. There were plenty of shockers under Busby and under Ferguson. The average place league finish under Busby was ninth. Yeah, but at least we attack teams and try to score goals. Not get 1-0 and then, yeah, let's shut up shop. So it's a style of football that's causing you Yeah, but I know it's a different time, a different era, and I love to see United win, and I don't care how we win. But sometimes, you know, his tactics have got to come in. That was a disgrace that night against me. What's going to happen today? Because if we draw or get beat today, Manchester City, we've got to give them a guard of honour if they beat Everton. I'd rather, that, that just I'd rather smash about. the place up than do that. Um, <laughs> Get the game called off, eh? Um, you're from Ardwick, which is... Well, we spoke about this before. Uh, Go on. Have you ever witnessed any football violence at a, at a game as a young man? Quite a lot when I was growing and up. In derby matches? Oh, listen, what, at Main Road. What was it like going to Main Road as a kid? Great. 
fucking brilliant. What was the worst time you went there? We uh, do not condone football violence, no, but this is purely all. for historical purposes. Yeah, um, what was the worst year you went there? None, every time we went, it was just... Who did you go with? I'm not mentioning any right. names. Okay. You know who we went with. So you would, some of them are here and some of them are not. So you would walk towards Main Road, Yeah. and what would happen next? It's like the parting of the Red Sea, Andy, because it was the You just red walk into yeah, City, we, and what would happen to City? You know what had happened. What, they beat you up? <laughs> There was, they didn't have any to beat us up, did they? Uh, you know will you go is. to a derby in a couple of weeks? I'm going, I'm going, yeah. yeah. Got I, a ticket. I, I haven't got a ticket, but I'll try and get in there, you yeah. know what I mean? If you have to sit with a bitters, I'll try and get in. Have you got mates who are blues? Not many. No? <laughs> I have got, I tell you what though, they've not shut the fuck up. No, no. I cannot believe Manchester City supporters now. Not heard a peep out of them for 60, 70 years. Now they can't wait to text you, get on the phone. Da, 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 da. I just, I've got good blue mates and the good lads, and they followed City for years, home and away. Yeah. I just don't talk to them about football. I just Not don't. At the moment. Where's the conversation going? It's just going to go to a dead oh, end. Why can't we match them? We've got the look at this place oh. here today. What's our bit like, red or blue? Come on, it's red. Stop, blue. That's it. Manchester's red, and it always has. It's an urban myth sound by stupid journalists on the fucking BBC or Liverpool match of the day. It's clearly nonsense. Yeah. I went to um went to a gig in Hardwick a few months ago at the Apollo, and I, I really like the fact that a lot of the lads who run the doors there are local lads, and there's a good mixture of of red and blue there. And I met some sound old City fans there actually. I enjoyed it. I don't mind them. They they basically they followed the team for years and watched absolute crap for 40 years. Yeah. And they're, they're getting excited about it now. Well, you it can't blame them. We've rubbed the noses in it. You've just said it for 50 odd years. We've rubbed the noses in it. Give them five minutes of fame. That's what Andy Warhol said 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, I, but I just worry that it's not going to be five minutes because Guardiola is a very good manager. You're getting ahead of yourself there, Andy. Uh, but I, it's my job to yeah, try and yeah, find new yeah, information yeah. out. Listen. And, I, I went to meet one of his close friends recently. He's very happy in Manchester, sadly. Yeah. His wife's happy in Manchester, his family are happy in Manchester. He's a brilliant manager. He's a brilliant. I saw him at Barcelona. Let's He's see a if very they do intense, it back to back manager. because they've won a couple of titles. They've not won the they've treble. Done back to back. They've got a decent team. I Gary Neville got it right when he said, I'm not having this soft calling them a, 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 a great club or a big club. Right. Yeah, it's right. United have earned it, Liverpool have earned it. That's it. When, that is it at the moment. When you're winning doubles and trebles, correct. Trebles make it even a bit harder for them. Forever in our shadow. That's what they will be. Um, is it even worth asking you how you think United have gone against Swansea? Does it even matter today? Yeah, it does because if they beat Everton, we better batter these today. Imagine going to City and watching them win the league. Yeah just doesn't bear thinking no, about no so I'm not going to think about it I think there'll be <laughs> there'll, right. be, there'll be riots um, is Mourinho the man for next season well yeah, yeah who's better is. than him out oh, there who is. is better than him out there nobody nobody you know what I mean nobody I all right thank you for your time all right Andy thank you very much go on we're just walking away then where are you from Cork what's your name Kieran what do you think United uh, with Mr Mourinho is he the man I think he was a bit too cocky in the Champions League against Sevilla putting out Fellaini and putting Rashford back on the right 
after playing so good against Liverpool, he showed himself up. Right, you're you're Cork, and I know that loads of United fans in Cork, yeah. More yeah, United or more United or Liverpool in Cork? More United. Yeah. One million percent. Yeah. Um, what's the difference between a Cork and a Dublin accent? Cork is thick, Dublin is slow. Do you know what I mean? Dublin, like Dublin say there. The Cork, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think we should be way better than them, like. Uh, how, how do you get from Cork to Manchester? You fly, fly direct. Right there to Liverpool. Liverpool train up when, to Manchester. When did you come over? Today. And the Rugby United fans on the flight? Me and my fiance down there. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I'll be a bit more serious for a minute. Liam Miller was a, was a local lad. How was his death felt in, in Cork? I know the funeral was obviously yeah, well, well, I, play, I play lower league in Cork and there was a bit of silence for him and I know everybody in Cork and respected the lad like he played for United got a few goals got a few goals for Celtic uh, everything you're being dragged away alright so you're on the United We Stand podcast thank Thanks. you so I'm walking back round the forecourt that's the first time I've ever seen anyone dragged away from talking to the United We Stand podcast and that was uh, the lad from Cork and I think it was his girlfriend basically saying, let's get in the ground now. Don't know why, because it's, oh, it's five to two. Didn't realise how late it was getting on, but it'll still be empty inside the ground now. So I'm walking across the forecourt, uh, past the, the Holy Trinity statue. Uh, tourist centrally when you walk across the forecourt, full of people from all around the world, having the pictures taken in front of the, the Trinity statue, in front of the Samat Busby statue. Um, half and half scarves uh, underneath the Manchester United sign just walking in between people having the picture taken and that's what Manchester United is especially for the weekend games now it's become very uh, a lot of tourists and, and we've spoken about this a lot on the podcast I've written about it a lot in articles I don't think it's a bad thing that people want to come and see Manchester United just has to be dealt with sensibly I see real problems when I I write about Barcelona and the numbers of tourists that they can get into games which because that has more tourists than Manchester you get people going to matches who don't even seem to like football at at least in people who've come to the games here they've come to watch Manchester United that's what brought them to Manchester just going past people collecting money for a charity called Dreams Come True and then back out of the police cordon and security at matches has improved massively it's something we spoke to about with Richard Arnold uh, Richard's the MD of Manchester United uh, him and Edward were the main decision makers in the, in the UK and We've done an interview for the next issue of United We Stand, which is out at the, the next home game, but we were talking about how important security is. And it's one of them where I know that as soon as those bombs, that attack went off in Paris, Manchester United were making calls at three o'clock in the morning to see what they could do to make the ground the most secure in English football. And credit to the club for that. Plenty of times where the club would be knocked for some of the decisions they make, but credit to them for that. I'm walking past the the Must House now, which is on Smart Busby Way. Got a big picture of the Busby Babes and the 68 European Cup winners outside it. I'm walking against the flow of traffic. Someone's just shouting me, Dunk! 
and uh, walking now up to where the other lads are selling in you know, the stand. Just bumped into Steve Obin. Steve does um, does some stuff for United We Stand. You've just come up to me, and the first thing you've said is the game against Seville. I- I'm finding this as a theme today. People are still really hurting badly about that result. Yeah, gutless. It would have been another thread to the season, wouldn't it? It would have been another reason to keep the, the season alive. You know, the last thing we want is an end of season dance in March, don't we? Yeah. You know, that's where we should be. How long have you followed United for? I've been watching them since I was ten years old. Uh, uh, and that was in 1967. Right. So you've had plenty of downs as well as the yeah, obvious yeah, yeah. ups. I, I stopped playing football on a Saturday when I was 18. Yeah. And from 1974, I've barely missed a home game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And how bad was that Seville result in comparison with? Uh, it it, it ranked it ranked down there in the in the bottom ten. Really? I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the you know, it, you you know there are defeats that you can look back on and say. The away team had a little bit of luck and stuff like that, but just the, the way that we were set up and the fact that we had so few attacking, you know, we were in their box so so little of the time, it was gutless. It was absolutely gutless. You yeah, at the game? Was at the game, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, uh, afterwards, obviously, Mourinho's come out and, um, you know, tried to deflect everything away from the actual performance, you know, and, uh, like I say, we were all sat there thinking with, you know, 20 minutes to go, why are we not attacking, you know, what is, is he playing for a nil-nil here? We obviously need a goal to get through, and, uh, like I say, what was it, something like three or four shots on target in the whole game, and they had 20-something, it's just anti-United, wasn't it, really, you know, and... You, you, the season is in danger of petering out now, although there is the FA Cup, which is a, a great competition, no? Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's, it's, you know, the, the, the FA Cup's given us good times during the bad times, hasn't it, in the 70s? And it's, it's probably given Manchester United supporters more to cheer about than any other cup, cup, cup competition that we've ever been in. So, but do you yeah, feel like we're really... also Rams, aren't we? This season, the big the big games are elsewhere. I, I, th- I think the, I think the issue that every club has got, every chasing club has got, ourselves, Tottenham, Liverpool, what have you, it's just because City have been so good. It hurts to say that, but because they've been so good, so far ahead, the season was effectively over by Christmas, wasn't it? Everybody was playing catch up, so that's been the downer on the season, really. I suppose what Mourinho's trying to do is he's trying to gear everything up to make sure that that doesn't happen again next season. We need to have the start next season that they had this season. Um, and, he's, and he's got problems in certain positions, which he, he knows more about than I do, and I'm sure he's going to try and rectify those, those problems. How do you feel about City? Well, I mean, I grew up in Garton, which is the, the, the bluest area in Manchester, so all of my mates, all my in-laws... Lots and lots of people that I know are City fans. So I've always been quite comfortable with City because during my adult life, we've mainly been the predominant side. If they become the dominant side over a long period of time, you know, maybe things will change a little bit. But, you know, we're always going to be Manchester United, aren't we? We're always going to be there or thereabouts. No matter how good anybody else is, we're always going to be there or thereabouts. Because we've got the the financial clout and we've got players who probably want to play for us rather than City because of our tradition. So you would hope that that would stand us in good stead, really. What made you a red growing up in a a very blue area? Red was my favourite colour. And that was it? Um, 
yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, I went to Main Road twice before I went to Old Trafford. I went to a Manchester Boys game, and then I had a mate who was a City fan who took me to a City match. And then the first time I went to Old Trafford, I just knew it was for me. It's just one of those things. Thank you for your time. Just bumped into SD on um, some at Busby City, Way. Salford City Radio Salford DJ. City Radio DJ. <laughs> Never mind that. I I know you've been doing all this media stuff in recent years, but I remember you as a Mad United fan in the early 90s and coming on all the coaches You're not going to talk about drinking now, you know. <laughs> all right. I'll just, have, I'll just have one drinking story. 1995 <laughs> FA Cup I final. Going there, yeah. We got beat by Everton. We did. You cheered up my journey home. Yeah. Because you were... What, what word should I use? It was You've a bottle got a of Coke, in inverted commas, shall we call it, yeah? Intoxicated, inebriated, happy, you can <laughs> choose the word, steaming, pissed, bladdered. <laughs> well, you, you were great fun, you were singing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And uh, when I got home, my missus wasn't happy that night, but there you go, there you yeah. go. You still get into many games? Yeah, I go to uh, all the home games, yeah. but uh, and I get the odd away, get yeah. the odd away. I'll go to any away if I got for a ticket, but yeah, I've enjoyed myself, and as I, as I think you know i had a bit of a life-changing event my wife yeah. passed away 16 months ago so united has always been there since i was a kid i've been going nearly 50 years now and uh, it's kept me sane it's one of the things that keeps me busy keeps me sane and not getting is, too is depressed it, is you it know? a constant because uh, yeah. i saw that your yeah. wife had passed away i also saw the hundreds of messages yeah. after she'd passed away yeah wow yeah I'm, I, and i only mention it because i'm saying it's part it's a united yeah. thing that United and music has always been my two things, and United massively. My dad took me in 1969 when I was seven years old, and I'm, off and on, I've been going virtually all the time ever since, you know. So it's just there, it's just something we do, isn't it? You know, like yourself, I remember you when you were 17 years old, stood on the corner selling the first United I'm only stand, 18 you know? now. You look only 18, you've never changed. And, so, and, yeah. And to go back to watching a football game after your wife's died, those first few games, yeah. is it just... It, well, I did, strangely enough, I remember we played City at, uh, at home uh, the first game, but it was just it was just one of them things, I've got three adult children and adult grandson, and I was like, and they went, life goes on, go and enjoy yourself and do you something. Had, you had must have been in bits. Completely, completely, and like I say, it was, it was basically one of the things that, like I say, my family said, Listen, you've got to keep saying, and one of the things that you've always done is go to United. So and it was carry on. It was City of all the teams. I know. I can't <laughs> remember. <laughs> they must have beat us. I think. I it's think, all well, a bit I think of... it was um, September, the Derby when game. When Chelsea beat us four 0 that was the game after, the day after she passed away. If I recall, she passed away on the twenty second of October two thousand sixteen. Right. Sorry, to keep harping on about. So that, that was then. Wife, it was know. actually the City game in the League Cup, That's which the they won. So they did it for your ex. Mate. There you go. There you go. But yeah, so it's still there. And we still do it and uh, uh, I, I enjoy it I enjoy it I know that there's a lot of things we don't enjoy about it half and half scarce the day trippers people who don't really understand the whole culture of what United are about but apart from that what do we do do we just walk away from it we just go don't we we just go and watch it enjoy it I've got hundreds and hundreds of mates around I'm, I'm bumping into people just walking up here you know who I've never seen for years it's great I love all that like yourself 
Tell me about music. Your, your, your love of is music. Who have been the greatest bands to come out of Manchester and indeed Salford? Um, the, the greatest bands out of Manchester, in my opinion. I was 16-year-old punk rocker in 1976-77. So obviously the punk era fuels mine. So Buzzcocks, Joy Division, then a bit later the Smiths, obviously. Then a little bit later, when I was 28, 29, I got massively into Happy Mondays and the Stone Roses. So they're all sort of a bit obvious, but uh, at the fall... Uh, we're always there, especially the first 20 years. Has the music the scene gone a bit quiet? I know we still have the transmission column in United We Stand. I and, should and contribute to that actually because I always say there's better bands than this, you know, that you're talking about. No, it hasn't actually. You know where it is? It's all a bit underground. I personally put gigs on in Manchester at a variety of venues Fred's Ale House in Levin June, the Pier Hat of Stevenson Square in Manchester, where like you might get 90 or 100 people in a, in a room. And you know what? The bands that are playing to that, in my opinion, are like the, the really the people who are doing it for the love of it rather than the money. And as I say, but a lot of people unfortunately appear to be what I've been living in the past and um, going to watch tribute acts, reliving sort of what the parents did 20 years ago or 30 years ago. Why you would pay 20 quid to see the clone roses or Quoasis or whatever the bloody hell they're called? I, I just don't get. There are this great music about, I'm featured on my radio shows on Salt City Radio, and uh, you just got to delve a bit. You've got to delve under under the surface, and it's all there. There's just great music about. Lovely to talk to you, Steve. Great to see you, Andy. We appreciate the support of our sponsors, which help keep this podcast free for you to enjoy. Uh, Harry's is a razor company. It's based in the United States. They've got over three million regular subscribers to their blades and they're offering united we stand listeners a trial set for only two pounds 95 it should be 11 pounds 50 if you go to harrys.com forward slash united you can train claim your trial set will be delivered to your door i've i've received one i've used it i liked it it's a decent shave the you get shaving gel it's all very nicely packaged and you get razors with five blades at a very decent price, especially compared with other five-blade razors. And how they did that, Harry's bought a factory in Germany with over 100 years of blade-making experience, and they thought that by controlling the entire blade-making process and selling over the internet, they could keep the cost down, give you a high-quality shave at a better price. So if you go to harrys.com forward slash united, and then for £2.95, you'll get a weighted ergonomic razor handle, you get the the blades, the shave gel, a travel blade cover as well. And you can subscribe, you can have them delivered to you as frequently or as infrequently as you like, or you can just buy them outright if you want to do it. I suggest you just try it, see if you like it, and, and take it from there. You must have been particularly pleased with the first half. Yeah, yeah the first half was was perfect. Maybe one more goal and game over. And it would be the first the first half probably one of the best we we played here. Um, first half they didn't they didn't cross the midfield line, they didn't have one one shot. We pressed so high and so strong and then we recovered the ball. We had lots of uh, of movement, lots of passing. We arrive in, in many dangerous positions. We score two, we should score at least one one more. Um, the second half, 
was was different. Um, I think, first of all, credit to Carlos because he improved the team at uh, at half time. But I think we let it go a little bit. Uh, probably uh, six, seven players that played uh, international football midweek. Um, I could feel the intensity went uh, went down. We we let them had we let them have the ball. We didn't press so high. Our transition when we lost the ball was was slower. Our passing was slower. Our movement the same. So players with an amazing first half in the second half they let it go down a little bit, and then um, they felt that they had a chance. Uh, would be always difficult, but they felt they had a chance, and then David had to make a couple of a couple of saves. Um, but in this moment of the season, seven matches to go. Points are gold. We got the points, and um, we are going to fight to stay in second position. Is that the best you've seen Alexis Sanchez play for United so far? But the team played very well. I don't like to to make it like individual performance independent of the collective performance. The team played very well in the first half. So Alexis played well, yes. But uh, I think everybody played really well in the. In the first, uh, in the first half, the second half, I think Alexis was one of the guys that paid the price of the international week. Two matches in in three days, Saturday and and Tuesday. Come here, arrive Wednesday late, almost no time to train. So after 60 minutes, he was on his way, on his way down. But you know, important to score the ball. Come on, come on, give cakes to the guys. Come on, come on. Let's go. Come on, let's finish. He has to go. Just walking past the Stratford end, there's probably three or four hundred people waiting for the United players to leave the ground. United won 2 0. It was a good first half performance with goals from Romulu Lukaku. It is 26 of the season. That's a great figure for his first season at a club. I know he had a an off patch in October, November, but I think he's been United's best player so far in 2018. And he's actually just walking past me now. And he's signing autographs and people are screaming his name. There's lots of kids around asking for autographs. Um, Matteo Darmianza, Eric Bailly, he's just walking past with his family. And I'm gonna carry on walking because uh, I don't currently require any autographs off Manchester United players. And reflecting on the game, so it was 2-0. Um, it was pretty poor in the second half, truth be told. The family stand was emptying way before the end of the game. But United did what they needed to do in the first half. Kept another clean sheet. Looked like they're going to finish second. But there's a real flatness about the place, I thought. I thought that the Sevilla game is still giving this club a big hangover and understandably so basically killed the season off in March and I know people will turn around and say there's still the FA Cup blah 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 but this week I'm going to go to camp now and watch Barca Roma and once again as I said before the game these are the games that really matters and Manchester United once again are not there and there's sometimes a United bubble where the positives are Accentuated and I know the team scored uh, 
seen a few of those at one point. It's getting windy behind the Strathland area. Um, but they're not they're not in the last eight of their competition that really should should be in. So what about the positives from today? I thought Alexis Sanchez did well. Um, he started well. He tired in the second half, probably because of his international uh, duty. But he was applauded and he deserved it when he came off. He scored, ran to the wrong set of fans when he scored, but then ran to Jay Stand a couple of minutes later. And I thought he was decent, I thought Jesse Lingard was decent, I thought Paul Pogba was decent in the first half, less so in the second half when the team faded, but Matic was good. I thought um, Mata was decent as well. Keep hearing roars as the players leave the dressing rooms. And but it's flat Swansea at home. It reminds me of those games in in the late 1980s where the season was just being played out and they didn't the games didn't really mean anything. And for many, many years. We've not had those type of games because uh, United have always been there at the business end of the season. But if Manchester City beat United, uh, then obviously they're going to be champions. But let's be positive. If United win and City lose all the games and United win all their games, then United will be champions. As if. So I'm going to put my recorder into my pocket. We're going to join you for the next podcast. City next week uh, we've not even got a midweek guest lined up I might do one, I might not uh, if not it will be City next week thanks for joining, we'll be starting work on the next United We Stand which will be uh, on sale at the next home game, I think it's West Brom another game that doesn't really mean anything not especially so, I think United have got a look now towards next season they've got a look towards closing that gap right down I think the manager's got to be decisive in the players that he wants and I think that the players that are here and who aren't going anywhere have got to be doing the type of performances which they did in the first half against Swansea against teams like Sevilla some of those players are now driving past me in their high-end sports cars you wouldn't imagine the United players driving anything uh, less than that and it's a grey, grey Manchester day March has been pretty miserable um, as we turn into April March has been the season where United went out of Europe and it could have been so different because after that Liverpool win the win against Chelsea things could have been so much brighter but that was that until next time goodbye Thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. We offer the best available odds on a United win as well as a host of special bets created by Reds. With half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups, Red Army Bet is about fans, by fans, for fans. Check out our website redarmybet.com or download the app. Red Army Bet, we all follow United.